Hello and welcome to Practicing Human. This is the podcast where every day we are practicing getting a little better at life. I am your host, Corey Mascara, and in today's episode, we're going to be talking about how to overcome procrastination. More to come on that in a moment, but first, let's settle in with the sound of the bells. Okay, procrastination. None of us like it, but all of us do it. In fact, I had a healthy dose of procrastination this morning. I woke up nice and early, had a bunch of emails to take care of. You know, when you're going through your inbox and there are the easy emails that you could do that uh, give you a little sense of satisfaction to quickly check off the list. But then you come to another email and you're like, ugh, that's going to take too long to respond to. I'll get to that later. Well, I am the king of that. And often what happens is those emails build up over the course of days and sadly sometimes the course of weeks. And eventually they are all just sitting there staring at me, waiting to be made unread. So this morning, I made it my task to take care of those. Woke up nice and early, went to a coffee shop, and uh, opened up the inbox. And of course, there were some other emails there first, so took care of those to give myself a nice little dose of accomplishment, and uh, eventually got to the ones that really needed my attention. Looked at the first one, I was like, okay, I'll, I'll do that a little bit afterwards. Went to another one, and I said, no, that's a little too long. Let me start with this one. So I did that one, got through it, took about, it was like seven or eight minutes. You know, these are those kinds of emails, the ones that take a long response. And uh, took a deep breath after that. <sighs> Went to another one, I said, ah, too much. Before I knew it, I was on Facebook. <laughs> I don't know how I got to Facebook, uh, but I got there. And uh, I said, oh, shouldn't be on Facebook. Go back to the emails, uh, looked at it quickly. And uh, two seconds later, I was on YouTube. Don't really know how that transition happened, but it was seamless and it was thrilling. I was watching, what was I watching? Joe Rogan podcast videos. I watched at least three minutes of a praying mantis eating a worm. I then somehow stumbled into the black hole of jujitsu videos on YouTube. And all of this sucked my attention for, I don't know, a good 15 minutes. And then I caught myself and I said, wait, I'm here to do emails. So I go back to the inbox and immediately there's the dread, oh, that email's going to take so long. I don't know what to say. I don't want to say it. And just like a boomerang, my attention went right back to social media, the thing that was easier, the thing that was more entertaining, and the thing that wasn't the thing I needed to be doing. Now, I don't know how much this particular story resonates with you. Maybe you're really good at following through with emails and that's not something you procrastinate with. But chances are you have your thing. The thing you don't want to do, and you find all these other great things that you could do in the meantime. Sometimes these are more trivial things, like taking care of emails, but sometimes they're bigger things, like following through on our dreams, or really making headway on a job application. 
or initiating that difficult conversation that needs to be had at some point and not having it is just making things worse as they go. We've all been there. We all know what it's like to put it off and we all usually kick ourselves for it. So let's look at what is actually going on with procrastination. Now, if you're going to write anything down, it's this. At the heart of procrastination is the inability to be with difficult emotions. Procrastination is the inability to be with difficult emotions. When I think back to my experience this morning, trying to take care of these emails that have needed my attention for a long time, what is the thing that keeps me from actually taking care of them? I know I need to do it. I know there'll be a satisfaction once I do do it. But as soon as I bring my attention to it, my mind immediately goes to the frustration of having to think through the response, needing to spend a lot of time crafting the email and what I'm going to say, getting documents in place that I might not already have. It, it, it associates some degree of pain, frustration, potentially boredom, uh, or just the tediousness of it that my mind doesn't want to be with. It's, it's an inability or a refusal to be with discomfort in that moment. And so what does it want to do instead? It wants to go on Facebook. It wants to look at videos of praying mantises eating worms. It wants to do anything else other than that. And this is often why, uh, have you ever noticed like when it comes to cleaning, this is the thing for me, like never ever want to do cleaning until I have to do something that's more unpleasant than cleaning. Then I do all this other, you know, housework that needed to get done beforehand that wasn't done because, well, I was procrastinating. (laughs) So assuming we have a why for what we're doing and a motivation to an extent to get it done, the thing that's going to get in the way is, is the inability to be with those emotions when they arise. Now, as I'm talking this out in real time, I'm, I'm recognizing that it, it's probably, I mean, sometimes it can be an inability to be with those emotions, but I would say more often than not, it's a, it's a refusal or an intentionally choosing not to. Let's just say refusal. It's the refusal to be with those difficult emotions in the moment because it, in most cases, you can be with, with the emails this morning. I can be with that discomfort. Eventually, it gets done at some point. And that requires me to be with the discomfort of going through the tedious task of thinking through what I'm going to say, writing the email, et cetera, et cetera. But in all the moments leading up to that where I deflect to something else, where I procrastinate, that's a a refusing to be with that discomfort. So the thing I did today was when I would catch myself like going off into, in this case, it was Facebook and then YouTube all just very dangerous places when you're trying to be productive. Uh, I would come back and I would kind of make it like a meditation for myself and go through the process of just this email and then very intentionally going, okay, now that we're done with this, we're going to go to the next one. And I would, I would be aware of that with another part of my awareness, uh, sort of anticipating that moment of going off into something else, like that moment of trying to deflect out of the discomfort, which is a very common thing in meditation as well. We sit there, we're still, maybe we're focusing on the breath, and it just gets a little uncomfortable. And before we know it, we're, you know, we're sitting on the couch with a bag of potato chips. 
Um, it, it's kind of the same concept. In this case, we're just doing something, an activity. So uh, it, it's kind of amazing to me what happens when when I bring that process more into my awareness. And when I say that process, I mean that that tendency to distract myself or refuse to be with that discomfort in the moment. If if I bring that into my awareness as something to watch in those moments of potentially procrastinating, well, it doesn't have the same knee-jerk uh, control over me because that, that transition into you know Facebook, social media happens very quickly uh, and very reactively. But if I'm holding that in my awareness, I go, oh, this is just the inability to be with this discomfort. Let's just stay with it. And if I can stay with it for like one to two seconds more, I settle into it and now uh, get into a rhythm with doing the task that I didn't want to do before. And I don't necessarily like it, but it gets easier. And if I can stay with it for like another 5, 10, 20 seconds, that's usually long enough to get me in more of a rhythm with it to see that task, in this case the email, to completion. So my suggestion to you after this episode and as you try and take some of this wisdom into your day and the rest of your life is when you come up against these things, these tasks that typically cause you to procrastinate, instead of trying to pump yourself up, I want you to just solely focus on that moment of refusing to be with discomfort. See if you can anticipate it coming, and when it does come, instead of reacting to it or deflecting from it, hold it, be present to it in the same way you would with a meditation or if you were practicing bringing mindfulness into a conversation. Recognize, okay, this is here, and this is part of the task, right? This is the reason I typically don't do this, but I can be with this, and let me see if I can work through this rather than run away from it. Chances are that extra little bit of awareness and staying present for a couple seconds longer will be the thing that keeps you from constantly reflecting to something else. Now, this is an ongoing practice for sure, um, but so is a meditation practice. It's not like we make the intention to focus on the breath and then the mind never goes off somewhere else. It does, and sometimes it goes off for 30 seconds, 45 seconds, 15 minutes. As soon as we notice it, we bring it back. And it's the same thing when working with procrastination. There are, of course, some other variables that are involved, such as like how strong is your why for what you're doing. You know, if that's not strong, you're not going to want to be doing something uncomfortable. But even then, it still relates to this inability or refusal to be with some discomfort on the path to whatever it is you're trying to get to. So take this insight into your day give it a shot. With all of these things, it's a practice. Maybe this will work for you. Maybe it won't. But I want you to at least be trying these things and and integrating them into your life enough so that you could get a sense of like, is this something that that works for me? Um, Because with all of the content that we have in this podcast, there, of course, there's going to be some stuff that resonates more than others. But the stuff that does, if that can be improving our life, if we could be getting a little better at life by like one to two percentage points, that's going to compound over time. And the only way to know if those changes can happen is by trying to implement these insights into your life to see what sticks. So try this one out. Procrastination is a big thing for all of us. 
Now, if you have friends, family, co-workers that you think could benefit from this, uh, send it along. Remember, procrastination is our refusal, not just the inability, but our refusal to be with difficult emotions. Thanks for being with me today. I'll talk to you soon. Until then, take care. Hey, real quick before you go, if you're new to this podcast, I want to make sure you have all the resources you need to really get going with a mindfulness, meditation practice, and really stuff that can help with procrastination along the, the theme of today's episode. So to get those resources, you could just text your email address to this number, plus one six three one three three seven eight two nine eight and you'll get an automated email to your inbox that will have book recommendations app recommendations sleep meditations regular guided meditations and a whole seven page mindfulness starter kit to really start going deeper into this stuff again that number is plus one six three one three three seven eight two nine eight and it has everything you need to get started all right That's all. I'll talk to you tomorrow. And until then, take care.